Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's all about maximizing your percentage chance of success. Yes. I think people, people need to really reduce it down to a math equation. How can I put myself in a position where there's the highest potential number of mates and I have the po- highest potential uh, percentage chance of success? How can I do that? And I think if you have the money and if you're not full of shame, then do the, do the matchmaker thing. All right. You came to the right place. You ding dong. It's called communication, baby. Welcome to The Crunch, the only podcast that shops at Spencer's. It's your boy, Ethan. <laughs> and I'm not Patrick. And she's not Patrick. Patrick is gone. He has vanished from the digital space. There was and, a fight. I yeah. overthrew him. You did You did physically and emotionally. Yeah. I'm five foot three, 120 pounds. Took him out like it was nothing. Yes, you you knocked him over like a very small glass of water, and he spilled yeah. out onto the concrete, Crushed and we quickly him. forgot about him. Yeah, well, he is in Florida, dried up real fast. That is true. No, because we did the James Donald Forbes McCann interview last week, it just went late, and so we missed our time to record the dating corner. And then Patrick said, "I'm really busy," and so uh, so now I'm here. With Katie Ruvalcaba, aka Mrs. Ruby, aka my friend. Katie, yeah. welcome to the show. A lot of people know who you are, but you've never actually been on the crunch before. Never, never been on the odd. crunch. How does that make you feel, despite us hanging out in person many times and us being on your show? Yeah. And basically being real life people together. Mm-hmm. Um, being real life people together like occasionally <laughs> these are people that you're not real life people with yeah. uh i don't know i i, I think I, I i'm very old to be on your mm. show so i'm excited to see how it goes i'm bringing... one year older as of yesterday happy I birthday know. yeah Everybody my birthday is yesterday wish mrs ruby a happy birthday you're not that old we've had people older than you on our show who name names okay so you're 39 as of today mm. yep joel Stepanik is older than you no Nope. Dang. Have you, you've had Gomer and, and Luca on? They're older than me. No, we've ne- we've never had them on our show. Oh we've been, no, we've been on their you show on their twice. Show. That's yes. right. But they've I've never they've felt never more sad here. for two people than the first time you were on their show. <laughs> Actually, I think so... that that didn't even get released for a long time because it, it was never so got sad. Released. The first yeah. time that we went on Catching Foxes, it was it was not. It was not. We made a lot of jokes about certain Catholic celebrities. And mm. there, and what they may or may not be packing, if you know what I'm saying, uh, and it was not appropriate. More, more, more explicit, please. 
I don't think I can to retain our sponsor, which is also you, which is funny. I'm in the awkward <laughs> position of, of having to do a podcast with a guest who's my friend and also sponsoring the show that I'm currently doing. That's right. So, you walk a fine line and I can say whatever I want. That's true. Mm-hmm. Since that, since I did realize that you're doing that, can you tell people, you're probably the best person to tell people about the Good Egg Fund, which is a sponsor of this episode. Yeah. Uh, so why don't you just do that real quick before we do our dating questions, because this is the Dr. Ethan's dating corner where we answer your dating questions. Dating question. Yeah. The good egg fund is a, a nonprofit that I started a couple of years ago with the theory that having no money should never be the reason that you don't help somebody. So the good egg fund offers small grants, $500 or less to help people do good in the world. So you can go to goodeggfund.org and click a little thing that says, I have an idea and say, you know, I work with this guy and he makes the same salary as I do, but he's got six kids. And like, I know that they can't afford new shoes for them. And he was kind of like, hey, man, I would like to get him like a Dick Sporting Goods gift card so we can go get his kids like the sweetest new kicks, whatever. And you just send to me and we we help you out so you can do good for somebody in the world you can make sure that somebody knows that they are known and loved and seen it doesn't i mean we often make the uh the comparison like you can you can get a gift card for homeless people to give them lunch or whatever or something like that but it doesn't have to be somebody who's homeless or destitute or anything it just has to be somebody that needs to know that somebody sees them and that they're important and that they're loved so if you want to wow. go to goodeggfund.org, you can get yourself a grant. If you think that's a good idea, you can do a reoccurring donation for five bucks a month and help other people do good in the world. Or you could do a one-time donation for $6.2 million and I'd have to find a more interesting accountant. So <laughs> I don't think, I think you actually want a very boring accountant in that situation. If you What's have neat? millions of dollars donated, it's like, give me the most milk toast guy. <laughs> I want the guy who's there. not going to break the law. Yes. I don't want well, you, I don't want you to even know the definition of embezzlement, please. Yeah. Taxes for a nonprofit under that does like less than $45,000 a year mm. worth of business is very yeah. simple. It's it sign a piece of paper that says you don't yeah. make more than $45,000. I almost started a nonprofit and you were on the board of my almost started nonprofit. And I'm glad I that I didn't do that. It's easy in my state. It, yeah, I believe it. Well, yeah. and this is a strategy too. So maybe you're thinking, wow. I like, for example, I have a podcast that I really like and they could use $500 or less. So what you can do is if you get some of your friends to donate to the Good Egg Fund and then Mm -hmm. you apply for a grant to give to the Crunch Patreon and then we give back to the Good Egg Fund. And then we do more money laundering. And then we do more advertising and then then we get more people to donate. (laughs) <laughs> mattress firm. And then for whatever reason, Patrick's hiding inside the mattress when you walk in the store and then he jumps out. He says, hullabaloo. If that sounds interesting to you, then we can work out a deal. But I think there is a cyclical kind of recu- re- cooperative monetary fiscal uh, Dow Jones type situation that we can work out here. I don't know. Something about that seems mildly illegal. Like the only Whoa. way that I'm able to to get pay for advertising dollars is because we scored a grant last year that oh, really? was to be used only for operational expenses. So like oh. I got seven thousand five hundred dollars and they were like, you cannot give this away as grants. And I was like, cool. That's what nice. do I do? So Luke Carey was like, use it for advertising so that people mm-hmm. will donate money that you can give away. And I was like, most okay. normal people would take that in a salary and call it overhead. And but not you. I don't take a salary from the Good Egg Fund. The Good Egg Fund has no overhead, well, had no overhead other than the cost of the website. But this year, I made up overhead. I advertised on every podcast I could get my squirmy little hands on. Yeah. I mean, notable podcasts such as The Pillar, Catching Foxes, The Crunch, 
Is that it? Is that all three? The Pride of Detroit podcast oh, for Detroit Lions fans. Congratulations. Big weekend for you guys. Finally yeah. catching up to the rest of the NFL and having a bit of success. You know what I don't need from you? Whippersnapper. <laughs> Sass. I'm a Chiefs fan when it suits me. And these days it does suit me to just be a Chiefs fan when I need it. But because I watch, I watched when Matt Castle and Brody Croyle were, were going out there and stinking it up every week. Okay. When I was 10 and 11, I've done my time. So I can, I can pop in and out whenever I please, in my opinion. So sounds good. Yeah. My, my brother that you kind of look like is also a Chiefs fan. So. Really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, but we're not here to talk about football. We're here to talk about dating. And I brought on Katie because not only is she 39, not only does she run the Good Egg Fund, (laughs) she's also also a mother of five to six children. Do you have five? Five. Five children. (laughs) I thought it was six for some reason. And she's been married for a good long time. And so she has a lot of opinions and thoughts to help us. First question comes from the Discord. If you have a question, you're not in our Discord, you can go to bit.ly slash crunch discord. There's a little channel called Dating Corner. It has the emoji with the heart on the envelope. That's where you can put your dating questions. And not only will you get help from the community, but you can also get help from me and Patrick on the podcast, unless you specifically say, don't put this on the podcast. And even then, there's no guarantees. So here's a tough one. Back in college, I was friends with this girl and she started dating this guy. Both of his exes had warned her about dating him because of the Title IX stuff, but she dated him anyway. We're not friends anymore, but I wish I had been more honest about my concern for her dating life. He kind of pulled her away from her friends, etc. How do you go about bringing up your concerns without sounding like a jerk? And someone said, what do you mean Title IX stuff? And they replied, he had some charges brought against him for assault. Oh. (laughs) Just the Title IX stuff. Wait, she didn't tell her friend that she was dating a guy who may or may not have sexually assaulted other women? No, it's she started dating him, uh-huh. but both of that guy's exes had warned her about the Title IX stuff, and she dated him anyway. So his exes uh. warned the new girlfriend, hey, don't date this guy. He's had allegations, and she dated him anyway. Um, oh, girl. This is this is like a lot of times the nice guy memes where it's like you shouldn't be with him. You know, he's just a chad and he's going to abuse you and I'll be nice to you. A lot of the times those memes are fake and not real, but it feels like this time it's like actually real and the guy's a real chad and he's not someone that you should be with. But the question here to in that kind of circumstance is how do you go about bringing up your concerns with a woman, uh, whether you're a female or a male, without sounding like a jerk, like you're trying to just ruin their relationship or that you're jealous or something like that? Do you have any thoughts? Oh, I have a lot of thoughts. I'm ready. Um, okay. So when like dudes that are terrible who are trying to <laughs> harm you, the first thing that they do is separate you from your friends and family. Whoa. So the most important thing for you as this person's friend is regardless of how garbage that dude is, you never, ever stop being friends with this girl. You check in with her mm, all the yeah. time, constantly be there, be willing to talk to her and, and don't make it feel like she can't talk to you about him without you yelling at her and being like, well, you need to break up with him. I mean, you, she does need to be told that, but if she thinks that's all you're ever going to say, she's not going to talk to you about him. And that's going to, that's going to succeed in his thing and Mm -hmm. always be prepared to take, you know, take her side, get her out of there. But you got to be careful with those because you can't, you can't bring up how much the guy sucks all the time (laughs) or she'll stop talking to you. Right. Yeah. It's that fine line of maintaining the friendship, without Mm -hmm. compromising on your care for the person. 
My thought was, can you get some of the boys together and do a little Title IX violation of your own, you know, and just kind of. Yeah. Is this poster a guy or a girl? I think the poster is a girl. Okay. But like maybe you recruit some of your fellow. Sure. Gentlemen, you know, down at the docks and hand them some pipes and wrenches and just say, go to town. Or hear me out. Take a swing yourself. And if he punches back. Be like, I told you he was right. that guy. <laughs> like, I said it. This is entrapment. <laughs> I feel like, I'm okay with it. I'm yeah, okay I think it. so. Yeah, I think so. That's a that's a hard. I I don't know. It, it's tough because you you want to respect people's free will, but some people are stupid, and yeah. they their free will should not be respected. <laughs> like my son, he's not stupid, but he just has a not formed intellect. And so he climbs onto the table and then tries to jump off, which would seriously harm him and his little mm-hmm. brain. And so we have to say, don't do that. And then he cries and he screams. And then we give him a, a piece of a, a, of a potato and he just sucks on the potato and then he's fine. You know, like, that's do you not do this with your kids? That's a wild treat to be giving it. It just is whatever, whatever is on hand, you know, like whatever we're cooking potato. with. <laughs> just you slice up a little potato. Sure. Cook it in the oven or throw it in the with the butter in the you know about butter from the cooking streams. Butter yeah, yeah, and yeah. garlic and it. cloves and such as. And then you just kind of hand it to him and then let him In the meantime, he's just crying on the floor, having just fallen off <laughs> wait, the table. Wait hang right on, there. I'm on, gonna son. cook I'm a just, potato. <laughs> I gotta make a little au gratin situation yes. and I'll be right there. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You're the a better point, parent than I am. The point that I'm trying to make is not the the delicious gourmet meals you should be feeding your children, but the point that mm-hmm. I'm trying to make is uh, sometimes people are in a state of mind where you need to be a little bit of the bad cop because they don't like if this girl is dating this guy when both of his exes have come to her and said, hey, this guy has allegations of assault and we're not saying anything, but you definitely should not be dating him. And she still dates him. It's like her her judgment is compromised in some way, you know, maybe it's because this guy is just chiseled to the, to the nines and it's like difficult to look. That is actually, we haven't considered how hot he is because maybe (laughs) we take it all back. No, I don't take it back. (laughs) But I'm just like, this girl clearly has self-esteem problems. And like, can you find somebody hotter? That's the fastest way out of this situation is if you have a super hot friend who's willing to take her out two, three times, just be like, look, this is what we're doing, friend. And if he's hotter, she'll, and she's getting attention from him instead of the guy who could potentially harm her. This is, this is win-win. It's like a coup d'etat. Yeah. You need to, you need to commit, uh, high treason against mm-hmm. against the race of men for the sake of this one lady but it right. all will work out in the end i think that's a great idea and if you yeah. can't find a hot guy there's plenty of them in our discord so that's just true. kind of post wanted a wanted ad and i'm sure you'll get a bunch of normal regular replies um but i think <laughs> i think katie's send advice, photos send photos mm-hmm. uh i think katie's advice at the beginning is really good like don't if you see something like this where someone is kind of getting removed and you see them being uh, manipulated in that way. The best thing you do is just keep inviting her to things, keep showing up, keep being the friend. And then if that doesn't work for whatever reason, and she's just really cut herself off, mm-hmm. you can pray for her. But it's like, it's difficult to protect someone or help someone who doesn't want to be helped too at the end of the day. And mm-hmm. so it's, um, 
Yeah, that's one of that's. Uh, I think a lot of people are in that situation where they'd like to pull a friend out of a relationship or out of a group of friends, but every time they reach out to hang out, they don't respond, or every time they try to meet up, it falls through, or you know, there's always reasons why it doesn't happen. And so it's like, well, I want to be close to this person, but I can't, you know, physically because mm-hmm. they won't see me. And in those situations, you just really have to trust that God is going to take care of them. Um, yep. and it's an opportunity for you to sacrifice for that person. For sure. Yeah. Just never okay. be so far away that she can't call you. Yeah, exactly. Right. Good point. Um, let's see. Do we have any, usually Patrick pre-reads these, but um, it's clearly I didn't do that. So we've got another one here. This one's from another lady. Uh, here's a cue, more of a philosophical than specific, but it came up with a friend after a random Instagram reel. Do you think it's important that women should have multiple options when dating? Argument A, women can easily idolize and over fantasize if there's just one the competition is healthy for men it calls both sides to be better you can more easily see red flags by comparisons etc argument b no or it doesn't matter because if you're discerning well then you won't get desperate and settle and it might be unfair to the dudes my friend was super in favor of having of women having multiple options with dating and i'm a little more i can see the point but each situation and person is different do you think women should uh, step out on their men and date other guys I assume this person is far more attractive than I am because I don't think I ever found myself in a position where I had the option. Multiple options. There's yeah. not dude. The, kind of I mean, if you're if you're world. clearly just dating, uh, yeah. which as far as I'm aware, kids don't do anymore. Like they just mm-hmm. immediately have a boyfriend and it's an exclusive situation. But yeah. if you're literally dating, then yeah, date a couple of people um, until one of them seems better than the other. just make sure as long as everybody's aware that like this is not exclusive you're taking me on a date i also have a friend named steve that i hang out with sometimes too like that's mm-hmm. fine um i have i have multiple other men that i like to kiss and smooch in addition I don't kiss to and smooch them do not kiss and smooch <laughs> no 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 when i was in college i had this happen one time where i had at options. the university of arizona the biggest university- party school in the southwest you're thinking of arizona state I was literally talking to Emma about this last night because she was saying that Arizona State was not a very good party school. And she went to parties at U of A and said that they were way better. So this is from a from a pie fi at the at Arizona State University saying not that great. Uh, I didn't go to too many parties, but one time in college, I did have two dudes who were into me. One was my now husband. Um, and the other one was this guy named Noah who was in an English class with me. And I, I hung out with both of them on the same night once because my husband was being an idiot and calling other girls while I was literally at the table with him. And I was oh. like, okay, I'm leaving and I'm going to go hang out with this other dude. Um, but having done that, then mm-hmm. my hus- my now husband was like, okay, I want to be your boyfriend now. Like I do. <laughs> and so it worked out great for me. It happened yeah. one time. And the one time it happened, I tricked him into marrying me and then saddled him with five kids. And now he can't leave. Yes. And now he's, Never. he's saddled. He's like a donkey upon Very which you've so. laid your burdens, but he's, he's more a, of a, a stallion. Holy, yeah, well, yeah, stallion. kind of a, kind of a yeah. hunky sort of Italian creature. He's Mexican. Um, <laughs> stallions are Italian, sure. right? I don't know what the name of a Mexican horse is. Tonto? Tonto? Which means is na- stupid. Is that Native American? Isn't that the name wasn't, of a- I don't know. Wasn't that the Lone Ranger's horse? No, Silver. Silver was the Lone Silver. Ranger's horse. What am I? Who's Tonto? Tonto was his buddy. That's right. Uh, hey, thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. 
Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I was down. Okay, I had a similar thing happen when I was a senior in high school where I liked this girl, Becca, and we would sit together every day in statistics class because I liked her. And... And there were the way that the probability she'd like you back. Yeah. Well, we were doing all kinds of confidence intervals and whatnot. And my confidence interval was going up every single week. You know what I mean? And so we would do, but the teacher had, it was the desks were always just two, just two together, you know, and I wasn't friends with any of the other guys at the, in the class enough to like sit with them, you know, like they all had their own sort of friendships and Becca was the only one that I knew. And so I like sat with her and we started flirting and, uh, and one day <laughs> I come back from a church fundraiser and at this church fundraiser, I had met like one of the the girls that was there that was like a server, you know, going back and forth to the tables and stuff. We would like talk as we were working the fun, like I was volunteering and she was working, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. she like wasn't Catholic, but I was. And so, but we like established this rapport and it was very fun. And then I friend her on Facebook, I found out she was a model. And so I was telling everybody at school that I was flirting with a model and that she gave me her phone number and all these things. And then that day, Becca sat on the other side of the statistics (laughs) class from me, like not in our normal seats. Mm -hmm. And I, I just, I, I had like a huge, just like, oh, like you're not a girl, Ethan. It's if girls can do this, not yeah, boys can't do this. Boys can't do this. This was, I'm just saying I had a situation where I tried to have multiple options and it, it was, it was DOA. It just did not work at all uh because the instant that the girl found out that there was another girl that i liked she just, she just avoided me still took back at a prom and we had a lovely time and nothing untowards happened uh, which a is nice great seafood dinner and never called her again i did not call her after that <laughs> but i it was Saw that it was a good it was a good dinner we were going to different schools you know it was it was in the same know. statistics class what do you mean you said like, you were in the no, same like this was senior year, so like oh, proms okay. at the end, and then we're graduating, and Got you know it. we were going to different colleges. So right. Uh, anyway, I did go to the same college as the model, and I tried to reach out to her, and she she had moved on to bigger and better things by that point. <laughs> to college, her <laughs> so, friends set her up with someone hotter with no allegations. Exactly. Yes. It all that Title Nine that I had to deal with was just so it really was a lot. pulled me down. Essentially, I this is my real answer. I think that it's normal to date casually and i think you should date multiple people casually and i think that's fine i don't think that's a weird thing i think at a certain point you have to decide to go exclusive with one person the amount of time that that is for you could be different it could be one date could be five dates it doesn't really matter because you might be going on four dates with one guy and then go on one date with another dude and realize whoa this is a way better match so i'm going to go exclusive with this one guy even though we've only been on one date even though i gave this guy four dates before i went exclusive with someone else so it's you got to feel it out but uh, I think, yeah, like you said, people are afraid to kind of 
I, yeah. I think everyone kind of has a fear of abandonment for some reason. Like a yeah. whole generation of people is just like, please don't leave me. And uh, I don't know what happened in the psyche. That yeah, he does not have to occur. be your boyfriend right out the gate. You could yeah. date him for a little bit. It's a this is this is evident in old old timey novels, right? Like when yeah. women have multiple suitors, like they can have five proposals from the same or for, like in the same season. And oh, if yeah. she says yes, she's allowed to get out of it, but the guy's not allowed to get out of it. Like that's a dishonorable thing to do. I think that there's lots of precedent for chicks dating around. Have you ever read Anna Karenina? Is that a book no. that you're familiar with? Have you seen the I'm film? familiar with it. I've never read it. The, the One of the plot points of it is there's this guy who's kind of ugly and antisocial and a bit of like an intellectual. Um, Sounds like a of, Russian novel. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, I think he's, it's uh, Tolstoy putting himself in the book, basically. And, nice. uh, and he really likes this. Uh, Anna Karenina has a cousin and she's, she's somewhat of a princess and a lot of suitors. And so this guy goes and he's like really excited. He's going to propose to her. And then he gets there because it would be fashionable for the families to be united. So it's like kind of, it's a good match, you know, but he gets there and there's this big, strong army officer who's very, you know, mm, yes, indeed. And he's just at a party. Like they're all just kind of at a party together. And he gets mm -hmm. so bent out of shape by this guy being there and flirting with the girl that when he actually does like propose and ask for her hand, he's all awkward and sweaty. And he doesn't even like wait for a response. He just runs away and basically leaves Moscow and doesn't come back for like 10 years because he's just so scared. Because Vronsky was just there. He was just there and he was attractive and it freaked Does him out. They weren't even answer him before he runs away? I, I don't remember because it's at the very beginning of the book, but they do end up getting married later on. And so oh. it all works out. And oh, uh, and the guy that the guy that Vronsky marries throws herself onto some train tracks. So, um, wow. Yeah, oh, it's it's a great book. Everyone should read it. Um, but this is, this is for you women. Don't just go with the, the big attractive army officers at the Russian ball, go with the ugly farmer. It's always better. Uh, you don't think so? No. When I first started dating my husband, I had this roommate who was, uh, often drunk. Like she was, she was mm -hmm. not great at, at not being drunk and she would give me advice in her drunkenness, which was fun. Apparently she knew my husband when they were like little kids and we had been dating, like not exclusively, but dating for like six weeks. And he'd been to our house multiple times. And she walked up to me and was like, he is way too good looking for you. You should date him until he realizes it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> That was direct. And then several mean. weeks later, she offered to set me up with him, which was odd also. Yeah. The drinking was a lot. Yeah. It's fine. More people, they're saying now that the kids aren't drinking alcohol anymore. That's what Instagram has led me to believe. Um, which is very worrisome because uh, casual imbibing of alcohol has led to most of the marriages in this country. <laughs> indeed. Indeed. <laughs> and I have a... Who are we to rip that away? Yeah, I have a moderate exposure to teenagers through my daughter, and yeah. uh, they they seem to be more on the uh, devil's lettuce these days. Oh, the weed. Yeah. The Kush, the ganja, the Mary Jane. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Do you know any name, other names for weed? I went with devil's lettuce. Devil's lettuce was, was pretty good. That was good. Uh, well, because they can just put it in the pan, and they can just they can just hit a blinker and and go on with their day. Yeah, I think the vape has really changed changed the world in that sense. Mm -hmm. I can do it in the bathroom without getting caught. One day you're John Hancock, the next day you're you're on that reefer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got another it. question. I got another question mm -hmm. for you. 
this this might be our last one. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, this is interesting. I actually do think you'll have a good take on this. I live near New York City. Smells you and like I both. You and I both have big experiences living near big cities ourselves, Indianapolis and Oklahoma City, respectively. So right. we probably have some good take on this. Mm-hmm. I live in New York City, and there are a couple of professional Catholic matchmakers. I'm 26 and single. What are your thoughts on paying for a Catholic matchmaker to help find a spouse? I am so <laughs> for this. Have, did you watch? Oh, my gosh. Really? Did you watch um, 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 The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? No, you told me to watch it three days ago and you told me to watch all five seasons. And believe it or not, I have not had time (laughs) since then. How dare you (laughs) to get all the way through it? All right. I'm a hundred percent pro arranged marriage always. Like if you're currently listening to this and you're like, I just can't find somebody, ask your mom to set you up with somebody and then just Mm -hmm. marry that guy. I assure you, she's not going to find you somebody who sucks. But anyway, um, all the the Indians in the chat are like, yes, yes. And yeah, (laughs) finally. (laughs) <laughs> Miriam, uh, the main character, Mrs. Maisel, her mom is a matchmaker. And then there's like this incredible nonsense, like cabal of matchmakers that light a tea room on fire and they're like the mafia and it's incredible. Uh, I love that show. I it's love very the cabal. Funny. It's a cabal of matchmakers. I yes. am sad this doesn't exist in other cities, but I am now aware that it is a real thing in New York and that they tend to be culturally and religiously based. So like there's a Jewish mm-hmm. ma- matchmaker. There's there, back in the day would have been like an Irish Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, go for it. I say do it. Like what exactly is the difference between that and match.com? It's or maybe Catholic a bit match. more a bit more money up front. But think about all the money that you would waste if you go on the apps and you're and you're paying for a subscription to Tinder or whatever. And then you have to go on all these dates and you're paying for gas and maybe you're splitting food. Like you're just, you're paying a lot of money to find maybe eventually one person, or you could pay the Catholic matchmaker 500 bones, whatever it is, and skip all that and then go straight to a way higher percentage chance. It's all about maximizing your percentage chance of success. Yes, I think people, people need to really reduce it down to a math equation. How can I put myself in a position where there's the highest potential number of mates and I have the highest potential uh, percentage chance of success. How can I do that? And I think if you have the money and if you're not full of shame, then do the, do the matchmaker thing. I am kind of hurt that on the dating show, people are asking about paying money to other people in the Catholic dating space. Do you know somebody in New York that you'd set her up with? No, I'm just saying that like maybe I could do this if you gave me money instead, but no one has, you know. I mean, definitely start doing it where you live. Yeah. But like I think this is such a great idea cuz you know like this is a great catholicmatch.com idea. does not get a bad reputation if they set up several crappy people whereas yeah. if Mrs. Jankowski oh, sets you up with somebody yeah. like she's persona non grata at the fish fry, okay? Yes. She's she's got to do you good work. Yes, the St. Patrick's Mrs. O'Malley is not invited because she ruined all of our daughters and our sons' lives annual fish fry. All you have to do called. is one time, one time mm-hmm. you screw over the wrong person's daughter and they're burning mm-hmm. your tea house to the ground. And all you got to do is one time for the one time for to pay her money and then she'll get you. This is a good idea. I've never heard of this before, but in a place like New York, it makes a lot of sense. You know, people live there. It's like, what if there's someone in Queens? And I need to, and I don't, I never, I never go to Queens and I live in Brooklyn. What will I do? You know, do you understand? I understand that you are not great at New York geography. No, it's, it's, they have the five boroughs. Okay. So it's New York. Right. 
<laughs> New York is the first one. That's, and then it's no. and then it's Jersey. And then what? it's long and then Long Island. Okay. And then you have Central Park. Mm-hmm. And then it's it Manhattan are the five. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's right. Okay. That's definitely I've seen it. I've seen friends. So I know That's a hundred percent not correct. What do you what are you saying? I'm I'm saying you're from Oklahoma. All right, all right. <laughs> I bet George you guys, Washington Bridge. It's somewhere. I bet you guys couldn't name a dang city in Oklahoma. Out Tulsa. of outside of Tulsa and Oklahoma City, name a city. In I can Oklahoma. name the one that you live in. Yeah, that's true. You can't. I wrote if it on a box this morning. If you've been following a pod, the podcast, then you would know. War Acres. That's a good one. How'd you? Where'd you pull that one from? I have a moderator who's from War uh, Acres. War Acres. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's I was like, yeah, that's a deep cut. Not a lot of people would know about War Acres. Um, mm-hmm. Any Kingfisher fans in the chat? Anyone from Kingfisher? No? Okay. Okay. That's good. We can end or we can do one more. What do you think? I don't know. It's up to you. I know. It is kind of my show. It is your podcast. I did... I. I did write you a hilarious limerick for this podcast. Oh, you did. I can't figure out a way to like, I can't figure out a way to weasel it in there. No, 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 no. That's perfect. Cause I was, I was like, yeah, I want to save some questions for next week with Patrick. Um, but, but if you've got a limerick. Yeah. I didn't write it down though. So I got to pull it out of my brain. Okay. Okay. We're all ready. Don't mess it up or we'll all laugh. Okay. (laughs) In Eastern Ohio is a man named Fred whose opinions on comedy are very bad. <laughs> You're going to have to bleep this. Okay. <laughs> the man hates on his comics and in his bits. I'm just <laughs> kidding, Matt. Don't get mad. Wow. That's great. <laughs> yep. I don't think we have to bleep if a woman is saying it, you know? Great. Excellent. I'm it's, so glad to hear it. Because it, it's... That's yours, you know. Well, and, and also, it's why women are not funny because they have to go vulgar to be. They do. Funny. I know. If like a man says that, mm. it's like, oh yeah, we all kind of know what you're talking about. But if a woman says, it's like, why would you talk that way about yourself? It's how, kind of a. How could a, you? A, I think it's because we know, everyone knows deep down that women are better. You know that they're that they have a more, uh, an internal sort of softness and loveliness that men do not possess. And so when sure. you hear a woman be vulgar. Then it's like, oh, that's not how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'm uh, missing that gene. I'm not generally vulgar on purpose. I have many times been vulgar on accident. It gets clipped Katie, and put on the internet. I mean, you may not be not vulgar, but you there. I don't have any male friends that get to know my wife vis-a-vis text message and then send her gifts in the mail. You know, sometimes that's also, she needs things. It, right. That's what I'm saying. You've got mm. this. And this is why it's weird when you say. You know? <laughs> I wasn't talking about your wife's. That would no, be weird. I'm not, that's, I, wasn't, I also I don't wasn't use either. that word like randomly. Sure, in conversation. I have. Sure, I don't think sure, I've ever sure. used it other than to rhyme sure. because it offends Matt Frad. And yeah. I, I sat there for several minutes trying to figure out like, how do I make the joke about how, how he this? doesn't yeah. like the word yeah. and he doesn't like comments who have them. Ryan, you have to bleep all of those out. And because Sorry, and we need to be and Matt Fred, if you're hearing this, we love you. We're your friends. I'm excited for you to come back from Austria, where me and Patrick are going to come on your show. It's going to be a great time. So zero percent chance Matt Fred ever has me on his show, which is unfortunate because we have a lot in common about hating certain media. Hmm. Like what? 
You hate comedy too? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. He's he's very concerned about media stuff. Oh and yeah. That's John right. and I have the whole thing and Yeah. It's fine. So you, it's fine. It would be kind of an interesting clash of uh um, it it would be John two... and Matt against me. Yeah, that, that would actually not be. If you go, you need to go without John. I actually think it would be best if you went and John stayed in the in the parking lot. You know, and no then one would go for that. I would. I would. I would rather hundred percent rather watch you talk to Matt than John talk to Matt because I know what John and Matt are both going to say. I it's already it's mapped out of my brain. And smoke this. Yeah, it's going to be a burger. What is it? What do you call it? Burger cigar. Well, cigar burger yeah cigar burger all right that's it for our dating corner thanks everybody who wrote in your questions uh if you want to support the good egg fund you can go to goodeggfund.org is that correct mm, that's correct goodeggfund.org and you can donate i highly highly encourage that you do uh there are or, very few or people. you can request a grant or you yes that's the other thing is you can request a grant so if you know somebody who needs a wheelbarrow for their farm because there's rusted over the winter mm-hmm. then you can go and get one from the local home improvement store with a grant from the good egg fund it's true so, story. all kinds of things that you can do uh katie what's your uh twitter mine mrs ruby yeah. at mrsruvi mrs ruby follow katie on twitter she's great on there uh and you're on the gram I am among the crowd. It's all all Mrs. Ruby. Mrs. Ruby everywhere. So check her out. She's fun. She's our friend. She's also in the Discord sometimes. So if you see her, it's like, whoa. I only go in the patron section of the Discord because that's where the cool kids hang out. It's true. It's like when you see, like when when Matt Damon does like a cameo in a Marvel movie. That's what it's like when you pop up in the the patron chat. We're like, whoa, wait a minute. What's going on? And then you like disappear. We're like, what was that? It's not even true. Ethan doesn't answer my text messages even. That's not, that is not true at all. I text <laughs> you back all the time. It's Patrick. Patrick doesn't return text Patrick messages. Patrick is, we can all agree as we end the show that Patrick d- d- does not answer his text. Everybody, Patrick's not going to know that we're doing this, but if you made it to the end, go into the Discord and tag Patrick, do at Catholic Pat in just the general chat and just say, answer your texts. It'll be very funny because Wednesday will come and he'll just get all these pings. He'll have no idea why. So... <laughs> do it great thanks bye everybody thank you all for listening please pray for us we pray for you we'll see you all next week everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.